making our way through getting things going and rolling. And I think I see all buttons and we are foraging forward. So good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, live from Vero Beach on this beautiful Father's Day with two sisters. And good morning again, everyone. My name is Janice reporting live from The Circle in North Haven, Connecticut, AKA Wellness Diva. And the Wellness Diva forgot to put on her heart rate monitor. And I am going to class this morning, so I am going to remember to do that. So um, happy Father's Day, first of all, to all the amazing dads out there. Oh my gosh, um, you know, we're so excited that the family is going to be, <laughs> excuse me, be able to get together this upcoming week um, and daddy's really excited about seeing everyone. And um, yeah, so we're, you know, Sunday, June 21st, happy Father's Day. Absolutely, and you know, I'd also like to say, you know, for the moms that kind of fill that dad's role or, you know, for the uncle, the brother, you know, what, you know, it's such a blessing and it's kind of almost like a catch-22 because you know there are so many children out there that come from fatherless homes. And I think we're truly, truly embracing as a country the importance of the nucleus family to have that mom and dad. And while we know that some you know, families can, you know, marriages or partnerships, whatever they may be, cannot be together, or you, know, you have that social social piece to the families that have that father don't have the father um it's heartbreaking so my prayers and our prayers certainly go out to those that that take that role on that fill it you know there's so many single moms out there that maybe they've they've made gotten a partner or received a partner after the fact that those men are stepping up to the plate, you know, as being that stepdad role. So when I hear the word father, I think of so many, so many different aspects and pieces of how that really cultivates in our culture and the importance of that father, that father figure. What do you think, Jan? Oh, absolutely. So well said. And, you know, that that role is filled by many in there's, there's no loopholes in fatherhood and having that male figure or that female figure that steps into that place, um, you know, that is just amazing. I, I just can't say enough good things about, all, you know, all the people that are filling, you know, that, <laughs> excuse me, that role. And I ought to like to do a shout out to Uncle John because he is our uncle, and for me, he's also that person in my life that I can count on that, you know, is, is that figure, that father figure, even while I'm so blessed to have my own daddy, uh, it's also nice to know that there's other men that are in my lives that, you know, instill that fatherly figure mm -hmm. in my life, even at 62, you know, there's no age cutoff from, from when you need your dad. I often think of sending blessings to those that lost their dad. You know, <clears throat> for many, it's a celebration of that figure, but it's also, you know, we want, I want to be mindful of those that don't have their dads no longer. We are so, so blessed to still have him 
at 93 years young in our lives. Absolutely. We are just so blessed. So, you know, so my heart goes out. And I would probably say if someone was to say, what would you do? Because we feel that way when it comes, when it rolls around to Mother's Day. Our mother passed away. <clears throat> and you, you know, you get on social media or you, you know, you just hear other people in the, in the enjoyment. So I think the, the phrase time heals things, time heals all things. There's a lot to say about that. And it's not that you ever, ever get old of, uh, of losing that loved one. You don't, but you enter into another piece that you realize that each day of your life, they're still with you. They're in your heart. They're their spirit carries you through tough times. Their spirit enlightens you and you frequently can still have a conversation with them, whether it's in your dreams, whether it, you know, it, it's, it's next to the grave. Some people like to do that. Whether it's just sitting there and saying, hmm, I often find myself saying, hmm, mom, what would mommy do? How would mommy feel? How would she react to that? And sometimes I, I, I chuckle, I laugh. So my heart goes to those people. So what my advice would be is to share the journeys, talk about that loved one, look at pictures. You know, if you're blessed that you have siblings, talk about that, that dad that you lost and what he meant to you and share in those journeys because that's his spirit coming through you to help you get through that tough time, I think. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about our parents and, and I think anybody who knows me, so for people who don't know me, I am definitely more like my dad. I have my dad's um, temperament and personality and the Casella ugly feet, just saying. I do have ugly feet. I get that from him. But mommy also does come out in me when she needs to. <laughs> well, so I guess the opposite would be true for me. I'm probably a little bit more like mommy, but I have, um, I think one of the, probably one of, I feel one of the best attributes, attributes that I receive from daddy uh, is his faith. And, uh, you know, I wear my faith on my sleeve. I'm, I'm a proud Catholic Christian and I frequently talk about that as well as Sports. I did get sports from daddy, not from oh, my <laughs> And speaking of sports and going back to Uncle John, you know, it's so funny that, you know, he'll send, he thinks sometimes that he's sending me the text, but he's actually sending it to Gary. And then out of the blue, I'll get a call from Uncle John. Well, hey, how come you didn't respond to so-and-so? And I'm like, because uh, you don't send it to me, you send it to him. Right. <laughs> So he's a G-man, Gary's a G-man, daddy's, you know, Patriots. And, no, I'm a Patriot uh, fan. Yeah. Although, you know, th this year will be, you know, with sports as a whole, we don't really know if they're starting, not, they're not starting. It goes back and forth, back and forth. So the, the seasons of all sports is very much unknown. Kind of like, you know, the environment of our world. Everything is, is, is really unknown. But uh, as most do know that I am a proud President Trump supporter. I do, you know, I love chatting. I've got a lot of friends that are Democrats and, and I embrace, um, I'm not sure that they love their candidate like I love mine or ours, because I know you're, well, I'm not gonna speak for you. I'll just speak for myself. So I don't know that they love their candidate as much as I love mine, but I did 
uh, want to wish uh, President Trump a, a, a happy Father's Day. And I did actually uh, watch the rally last night. It was very uplifting. It was very spiritual. Uh, you know, representation from all races were there, all proud Americans. And he had a, a great message. It was, it was a lot longer than I anticipated, but I think the spirit was there. And, you know, regardless of what you think of him personally, because we all know that there's not one human being on the world, in this world, ever, you know, and it's, it's for infinite that we'll ever be perfect. We're not perfect human beings. We're not supposed to. God did not create us to be perfect. We have flaws. So, of course, President Trump has flaws. We all do. However, what was undeniable in his speech was his passion and, and his love for, for our country. And that just really uh, exuberated in his enthusiasm uh, with all the Trump supporters that were there. Some, you know, some were decided at the last moment they weren't going to attend. And that's okay. I mean, and I think that's one thing that he embraces. But he did, from what I understand, he had over 4 million viewers, I believe, on TV, something like that. So that's a testimony that people you know, really love our country and love having someone in charge of our country that loves the country the way that they do. So it was, I thought it was a great rally. What'd you do last night? Well, we went out to dinner at Cafe Michi's, which was fantastic. We had a great time and came back. And of course, you know, daddy was excited to watch President Trump on TV. Um, this is a Republican household. And we all watched it together and Daddy gets very um, emotional when he watches stuff like that. And, you know, he was just, you know, into it, like intently listening and he was clapping and uh. you know, putting his heart, I mean, putting his hand over his heart. So to see his reaction to that really was very heartfelt for me. Um, you know, we, we all know we're in tumultuous times here. There's so many unknown factors um, we went from COVID-19 to where we are, are now in the nation, and there's just too many unknowns. And if I had to say, you know, obviously we've had a lot of discussions with Daddy, you know, and he reads the paper every day. And by the way, we got to make sure we get papers for him when he's in oh. Florida. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. Um, he's... I don't want to say he's a day behind, but he's, sometimes he's a day behind in the news. So he doesn't, you know, watch the news throughout the day. He reads it like the next day. So we'll fill him in on stuff. And I can remember one morning, you know, explaining what was, no, I'm sorry. It was one afternoon when he noticed that I was a little gloomy and I explained to him everything going on and he started to cry. Yeah. And that really hit me at that moment because it, you know, just because um, senior citizens perhaps don't watch the news all the time does not mean that they don't feel other things that everyone else is feeling. And that was a heavy weight on his shoulder. And he's very, obviously very upset <laughs> about everything going on as many people are. And, uh, you know, he's looking forward to voting. And Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's at 93, 
you know, you think of the history and the presidents and the, the times and how they've changed, how they've revolved and how some, some things have stayed stagnant. And to have the perspective of our father, you know, at 93 years young, to listen how he talks about, you know, where we've come from, you know, talk about his younger days. And I remember a story that he shared, it was a long time ago. And for those of you that know, my dad uh, is from the Pisa area of Italy. Um, that's where a lot of his family was from. And my dad is, is not the, I think the stereotype looking of an Italian, see, I, I think all races are, 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 or, you know, where you come from has stereotypes, you know, you just associate. So when you think of someone Italian, you think of, you know, someone that's a little bit darker skin, dark hair, brown eyes, uh, you know, that Mediterranean look. And our dad uh, does not look like that. He is more, he's light, uh, blue-eyed um, in the, I believe it's the Naples, Pisa area. Do I have that right? Naples, Pisa area? Better, Better something, yeah. Benvenuto, yeah um, somewhere like that. So yeah. he's, he's lighter. Uh, and he, t- he, he told me a story years ago. I'm not sure if he told you this one. When we, we were talking about different um, discriminations, and he had said in his younger years, and he graduated from Holy Cross, Worcester, uh, Worcester, a beautiful Worcester College University. And he, because he didn't look Italian, he actually got his first job. There was discriminations back in the day in New Haven, Connecticut area that had, you know, if you looked Italian, you didn't, you, you know, or you were Italian, you didn't get the job. Now, ironically, he tells the story. Obviously, his name gives away that he's Italian, but he didn't, didn't look it. And the person that hired him had basically had told them that, that obviously we know you're Italian, but because you don't look it. So is that, you know, the type of discrimination that's going on right now? Absolutely not. So I want our viewers to make sure that we're not making a comparison to that as to what is going on. But it just goes to show you that you know the word discrimination and, and types of discrimination happens in all different areas some more prevalent than others some more obviously severe more emotional than others but i love listening to him talk about history as through his eyes from all that he's seen and i think sadly when i really started digging as to who who's the you know what's the profile of the of the protester now in today's environment from what i'm from all the information that i've gathered um there are a lot of them are under 21 and we know because we have the experience as, as you get older you realize you remember that mentality of you know the no fear as you get older you know the way your brain develops you're more cautious because you understand the consequences of maybe doing something. Where when you're younger, you know, you'll jump on that roller coaster. You'll jump off that, you know, cliff that says, beware or, or don't jump because, you know, it's dangerous. They don't have the mindset that you need in order to make those decisions. And some of them are crucial decisions because they do lead 
to maybe a result and or a consequence that you don't want to happen. So the, the age bracket of most people that are actually protesting, now not all because there's many different ages, but the average age of the say, saying is around 19 years old. So, you know, that, that person, that profile does not really understand a, what they're, they're fighting about and, you know, what their, their true cause is. And they don't have that same fear that someone that has more experience. So it's cool to listen to daddy or someone else that has been through many decades that really reflect on, you know, where he was in his youth to where he is now and the transformation of our mindset as we, as we grow older. Right. And one of my favorite stories um, that daddy uh, told me when he was a little girl and it carried through with me was when he was in the war. Now, uh, <laughs> I, wish I remember the story because it impacted me too. I love it. Um, I forget which shoulder it is. I think it's his left shoulder. Our yeah. dad, like right in this area, has a huge indentation, like a hole. It's just a hole. So I remember asking him when I was a little girl, I, and I asked him a couple times, what happened to you? And he, oh, I was shot in the war. That's what I knew. Then fast forward, <coughs> when Ryan was... Uh, He's either in eighth grade or maybe he was um, a sophomore I don't, in high school. I don't remember. But he was doing a project, a book report or something, where he was researching his Italian heritage. And he got to talking about different things that happened during Poppy's lifetime. And I said, oh, well, yeah, you should definitely talk to Poppy. You know, ask him about the war. Ask him what happened when he got shot. And, and um, so Ryan says to me, what do you mean, Poppy got shot? I said, Poppy got shot in the war. No, he didn't. And I'm like, Ryan, yes, he did. He's got a hole in his shoulder from the bullet wound. He's like, Mom, <laughs> you got the story all wrong. I said, Ryan, so now Ryan and I are almost having an argument. I'm like, I know my father. <laughs> I know what happened to my father. So um, I called Daddy up. And I said, Dad, Ryan and I are having an argument. So I explained to Dad the conversation to Daddy that I'm having with Ryan. And Daddy starts laughing. I said, what, Dad? He said, uh, I wasn't shot in the war. I'm like, what? All these years, <laughs> I look back at it now and I'm laughing, of course. But, you know, all those years had went by. And he was kind of keeping that story alive because that was always, you know, we had the pool and Cromwell and obviously when he took his shirt off, you know, if we had friends over, you know, Oh, what happened to your dad? Oh, he was shot in the war. Right. And he did it as a joke. I want to make sure that everyone knows that yeah. as a child, we didn't get the humor. And, you know, I can remember when he would hold me, I would actually twirl my finger. Like, and it's so funny. And I, I didn't connect it like now with our granddaughter, Reagan, she likes to, she likes to like squish my arms. She calls them squishy. That's why I'm really working on them. And I remember as a child, you know, always rubbing daddy's hole, the hole in his shoulder. And when our father would tell that, he said, oh, you know, just, you know, it was always a joke. 
but as a child, we, we truly believed that. And it wasn't until I think I was, uh, I want to say my early, like, you know, maybe eight or nine, the daddy said, no, no, I wasn't. He goes, that's just a funny joke, a story I tell people that, you know, but everyone that knows me knows it was from a car accident. But as a child, we didn't know that. And he said, sometimes it's just easier just to, you know, within the family and, and close family friends. It was an ongoing joke that, you know, he would, he would tell, but, you know, as a young child, you were so impressionable. Like, my dad was shot, but, you know. Well, I didn't find out until my late thirties, early forties. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But, you uh, know, that's a great, um, a great story. And, and, you know, so many laughs with that and so many good times to look back on. And, you know, obviously up this upcoming week and he is just so excited. And obviously we were going to wait until today to tell surprise him. him. Yep, to surprise him. But. To surprise him, but he, um, <laughs> he knew that he kind of forgot that we were going out to dinner. So as, uh, as we're chatting yesterday morning and I said, well, you know, Gary and I are going to tell you, um, you know, we have a big surprise for you tonight. And so he started guessing, it took him about six guesses. And then he was like, Oh, we're going on a trip. And then I didn't have, you know, I told him I would tell him if he guessed it. So I was like, well, you he's, know. Like a, he's like a little kid. He's got, he's got to know. Right. So of course, you know, ever since then and this morning, uh, when's Fran going to get here? And I'm like, dad, it's only Sunday. He's coming Tuesday because our brother is going to come fly with us as well. Oh, do you have this? Do you have that? So all the questions are starting. I'm like, oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing is that you're packing light because we have everything here that is needed. And we, we're, we're so excited when you have a family with, you know, a bunch of siblings and you have the, you know, the opportunity as you get older and as you get older, the funnel of life just kind of gets more narrow. And, you know, that's one of the blessings that, you know, we really have embraced over the last, really over the last 10 years that we really try not to miss an opportunity to all get together. It's so important for families to, you know, cause life is precious and, you know, we don't take for granted that, you know, daddy's lived a, a full life. We are blessed that he's lived an amazing full life. He is such a compassionate man. Um, he, you know, first and foremost, uh, his, you know, he would say, uh, in order, God, country, and family. I mean, that is, that's truly how he has lived his life. Um, and the legacy that he, he leaves is that we take that spirit and we continue uh, to to share his passion in, in all three areas so you know we're excited to uh can't wait for the family um to get together and it'll be the first time that many of us have gotten together as a whole i mean we kind of do it in spurts and our groups but you know we all have different passions we all have different things going on in our lives that sometimes prevent us from all getting together at one given time so we're excited to be to be hosting and you know, it's just going to be goofy, fun time, reminiscing, and, uh, you know, really for him to um, get to see where we're living. And that's probably, you know, was so impactful for me because I remember a conversation that we had with mommy that many people, I, I don't, I don't even know that I've shared this, maybe just with John. And I think I shared it also with Auntie Patty, my uh, mommy's sister. 
when we were moving from, as, as a lot of people realized, you know, with when you marry someone that's in corporate America and, you know, they're developing their career, you know, when John and I got married, we knew um, that our lives would take us to different areas that we would, we would not, we would always have roots, but because this career we would get promoted, we, we would be moving. So I distinctly remember when uh, the move, the promotion came that we were going to move from Massachusetts to Buffalo. And I remember um, this was really probably the last year and a half to two years of mommy's life. And, you know, goodbyes are always difficult. I, I, I always say that that's probably the one thing in life that I hate the most is a goodbye, especially if you've had a great time. But I remember saying goodbye to, um, goodbye to John's at the window. <laughs> I crack up when I'm on my podcast and then I'll suddenly see this lurky man in the window. It's John. <laughs> He obviously locked himself out. He can go in the back. But anywho, I remember, you know, having this conversation with mommy and I was very upset. I remember crying. She was saying goodbye. And she said, are you afraid that you're never going to see me again? Which was obviously a, a pretty good, you know, God's way of telling us what was, what, what was about to come. But more importantly, then she backed it up. Are you afraid that I'll never see your new home because mommy had always said, you know, I will always uh, make sure that, you know, we get to see, you know, be part of your adventure and, 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 and see your blessings of the different areas that you live. Cause she obviously had a travel business. So she understood, um, you know, traveling and, and, but she also understood that part of our lives was going to be relocating and she was excited about the adventure. And sadly, mommy did not have the opportunity um, to get to Buffalo and see our home. And that was, that was you know, a, a realization that, you know, time is precious. And I think parents absolutely, with no doubt, take pride in their children, love to see, you know, their legacy and, and, and where it goes. And I think, you know, that kind of stuck with me. And then I started thinking about, you know, where daddy was at his age. And I thought, you know, he is still very much, you know, has his mental ability. Yes, physically he's slowed down, but he, he still moves around. Matter of fact, he probably moves a little bit too fast with his walker than he should. But I thought to myself, I hope this won't be one time where he, you know, could not. So this visit for me personally is that impactful that he's going to be able to see uh, our new home and, and uh, sharing the blessings of all that it is uh, at 93 years young. So that for me uh, is so impactful. It kind of ties the two of where mommy couldn't and uh, now daddy can. And it's kind of a, kind of a, you know, a mixed emotion in there, but you know, I, like I said, I always feel mommy with us. Um, but I, you know, still the realization that he's coming is so, so special. Well, you know, and it, it, I can't even imagine it. And what an impactful story. And I really have to thank Gary because he, you know, as we were talking one, one evening after dinner, we have our coffee. Well, Daddy and Gary have their coffee with the additive. Make sure you have the additive. Oh, shoot. Yep, I got to add that to the list, the additive. Uno cards. Yes, I have Uno cards, but I got to get the additive. Okay. So, uh, you know, he was mentioning that evening about um, the, the subject of, of your house came up and 
Oh, and there was a little bit of a sadness in his voice. Oh, I don't know that I'll ever be able to see that. So they had more of a discussion after I went over back in the loft and they come in the media room here and they watch all, I call it stupid shit. You know, the <laughs> movies, the this, the that. You know, and daddy's funny. He's like, aren't you gonna sit with us? No. <laughs> Sometimes I will, yeah. but pretty much no. So Gary came back in the loft that evening and he said, you know, your, your dad really wants to see Carol Sue and John's house. He said, we really, while your dad really, you know, he is, yes, he's slowing down, but he's very healthy right now. And now is the time to do it. And I thought about that and I'm like, mm. that is so true. So <laughs> it was early enough in the evening where I think I t had talked to you and then I, I, just, started I started looking at flights and I'm like, yeah, here's a flight, do it. Yeah, and then what, that evening went on, you know, went and made the reservations and that was about, I don't know, four, four or five weeks ago. And I look back at that and like- You're here. Even though he, yesterday he guessed it and, and I confirmed it, he was like a little kid on Christmas morning, uh, all day long, oh, when are we going? Did you start packing yet? Do you know where my stuff is? Do we have enough medication? You know, and and I looked at him. You know, did the like he? Oh, yeah. Our father. That. For those of you who don't know, our father when he, you know, obviously he wore glasses and still does. And my father, our father, never. I, I think I could count on one hand how many times he 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 got angry or mad that you that you visibly physically saw him getting mad. You knew you were in deep doo-doo, deep shit, when he took his glasses and gave you that look. He would pull them down and like, um, you know what, before, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the one, oh, with Ben Stiller. I can't think of the name of it. Is this something about me? I don't know what it is. But anyways, the whole, I'm watching you. Daddy was doing that before it was cool. He just, yeah. he just... He would just put his glasses down, like, I'm watching you. I know what you're doing. So then he, you know, then he looked at me, he's like, whoa, I'm just curious. Like, I, know, I know I'm Mr. Impatient. I can be a little impatient. I'm like, oh, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> he's so cute. He really is cute. Actually, we'll have to try to see if we could do, since we'll be doing our podcast lives together physically which is going to be cool we'll have to maybe do one with daddy just kind of pop it in or something we'll have to figure that out you yeah, have walking by in the back <laughs> <laughs> wow this was uh such a cool sunday you know just chatting about him and and you know now going into the week you know mindset we're sharing you know nothing does good for the mind than reminiscing sharing memories and that really kind of catapult you into that good good vibe that good feeling and what your week is going to bring for you so i would say you know during today obviously if you're blessed with a dad you are you know spoiling your husband or your boyfriend or you know whatever do that and do that with such such excitement and enthusiasm that, you know, that good, that good feeling of doing it is going to carry you and help you through other good mindset goals for the rest of your week. And if you're someone that you know um, that doesn't have that father figure, reach out to them, you know, pay it forward, say, hey, 
you know, I, I, I know either you've lost your dad or I know, um, you know, you don't have that male role model, that father figure. How about if I, you know, take the kids out for an ice cream, you know, do something that shows that you care, do something that shows that you are, you know, take that on, you know, as one of your causes to help people. You know, humanity is a funny thing. We have the power to help people, to spread kindness, good vibes, doing good deeds. We got to do more of it. You know, maybe if you're one of those that are like so into the protesting, all that, pause on that, reflect on it. And I'm not saying don't do it. But why don't you utilize today to impact somebody? Maybe reach out to someone that does not have that father figure or call somebody, check in with them. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I know, you know, your dad's not around. You know, would you like to come over and share in my day with my dad? You know, just spread that kindness and be mindful that humanity, we, we, we've got a lot to do, but we also have a lot to celebrate. We're good people. Let's just, let's just show how good we are. Right. And in closing, um, I just, I'm looking at the comments real quick. So hello to everybody that signed on today. Kelly. Hey, Kel. Um, she said, meet the Fockers. That was the movie. Meet the Fockers. That's right. I'm watching you. And that's F-O-C-K-E-R-S. I didn't say what people think maybe I did say. Oh. <laughs> I just want to make that clarification. Well, that, that's a good clarification. That is a word too, but it's a word we don't like to use on air. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, our father uses that word, although he doesn't actually use the word. Oh, I, I don't, even, don't even go there. We can't even actually say it, but it's actually very comical of how he says that. It's really, really, really funny. So if you want to know what our father, how he says F you, message us. Because <laughs> it's really funny. It's just something I wouldn't necessarily, we wouldn't necessarily want to put on the air. It is, it is kind of, it's a funny story. It's one of those stories that will actually be talked about at some point or another. We just can't say it on the air. And it's yeah. not a bad word. Like the words are not even bad. It's, it's just, just the way he says it very calmly in your life. Did he just say that? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's our dad. That's our dad. Well, this has been a great um, 20 or 30 minutes. I'm not even sure how long we've been on. Um, and always we are very mindful of your time. And we want to thank you for um, hopping on with us today. I have to go put on my heart rate monitor. Wellness Diva is definitely going to be up on that heart rate monitor in about 45 minutes. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, reporting live from The Circle, along with... Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, going to get my wet fit on, going swimming, live from Vero Beach. Palm trees are in the air, sky is blue. Gosh, everyone, hug a dad, hug a man, doesn't matter who they are, show them some love today. Happy Father's Day to all the dads, anybody that fulfills that role and anyone that just shows kindness to anybody that fulfills that for a child. Let's try to change the mindset and think about those that are in a home that does not have that father figure. Keep that in, in your prayers for all those people. But live from Vero Beach, Carol Sue, peace out. <laughs>